GM, GM. GM, GM. GM, GM. How goes it? Happy Friday. Good morning. It's Friday in California. I used to post that on Fridays. There's some clip. There's some account that posts that like every Friday. <laughs> it's like some like uh, it's like an Asian like policeman in like an LA cop uniform. He's like hitting two like machetes together. It's like ching ching. It's Friday in California. Rebecca Black Friday. <laughs> it's a cold classic. Oh. What's been up though? What's happening? I don't know. Talk to me. I haven't been paying attention. No. What's going on the last two days? Well, it's looking like we're we're back again. We're not back. We're back. We're not back. We're back. <clears throat> he pushed so the twenty one hundred. Like it's another Solana yeah. airdrop. Solana airdrop season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about the airdrops. Ones. What's going on on, on Solana, Denton? Uh, I'm just messing with NFTs. Uh, messing around on Tensor. The Tensorians. Uh, yeah, Mad Lads keep going up. They're probably going to a thousand souls. Heard it here first. Which one? Which one moved to uh, Ethereum? D gods. I'm listening. Which you're one? talking about in the past? Yeah. What was the name of it? The D gods. D gods. D gods. There was one oh, te like uh, Telegram bot that moved from Solana to Ethereum recently. I think they they might be feeling bad about that. What are you gonna use a Telegram for bot on Solana? Oh, are you talking on Solana? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. What's that bot called? The Solana bot. Yolo, Nolo. <sighs> I um, I don't know why. It just feels like. It feels like the Solana stuff BNB. is very is very forced. Like uh, when dude, uh it's another BNB chain, dude. Yeah. But it, like BNB was like uh like organic like Asia volume, right? It was like organic. Asia degeneracy. Well BNB was the first time people got to explore an alternative EVM. And tons scan. of like normies, like you know, a lot of the people that I talked to in the, the real world uh who were just kind of getting introduced to DeFi stuff, they were going hard on BSC. Like they were doing shit that I, there was no way that I would have fathomed that people who, you know, like they, they don't understand like what they're doing when they send a transaction. I wouldn't yes. think that they were bridging to BNB. Yes, in, in early and, 2021, complete normies had like guides about how to set up MetaMask. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was wild. Um, so what's different though is like with the Solana ones, it feels like uh... <laughs> everyone feels like they were paid to save. Yeah, like you look at the NFTs and they all they like all right, like all the Ethereum NFTs they're not great, but yeah, the yeah. the Solana ones have a, a very specific aesthetic to them. Like they're all the, derivatives of something that is already big. It, it's like the coloring that they use, like the the style of coloring the NFT. They all have this same, like I don't want to say fiber, right? But like they. 
no hate on the backpack guys and mad lads, but like mad lads is a prime example of it. Right. Uh, you yeah. look at mad lads and like nothing about it, like pops out to you. Right. Like it doesn't look mm-hmm. like anything. Now I'm not saying like board apes, <laughs> like anything. Like pops out. Uh, Pudgies are great They're But you have to remember that when pudgy penguins first came out, everyone was, was insanely pissed. Like when, mm-hmm. when Pudgies revealed, they immediately nuked to like 0.01, 0.02. Yeah, that's like, when I came in. Yeah, that's when we all came in. But yeah. it, it wasn't even it wasn't even right away. We were like mad. We were like, "What the fuck is this?" And then, uh, <clears throat> and then came the the you know scouring over them and just looking at them in open sea, uh, possibly under the influence. And beginning to laugh at them, and how <laughs> funny they were, and uh, and then you know it, it spawned from there. But you know they were terrible too. But like they they don't have the same like type of color aesthetic that uh, that the Solana ones do. There's like there's two kinds, right? Like there's the ones that have like uh, like kind of a they're kind of three D esque, and all of those share a very similar aesthetic. And, uh, or I should say that they have depth because they're obviously not 3D, they're 2D PFPs, but the ones that have some depth to them, uh, those ones, they all share a very similar aesthetic. And then the like 2D uh, drawings, those ones all share a very like specific aesthetic. And yeah, I know it's mid curving it, but I just can't (laughs) bring myself to like buy them. You know, I look at And I like the pixelated uh, ones. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but I look at them and I'm just like, I, I can't bring myself to to get on board with the NFTs. Listen, I like the pixelated ones, like uh, Quicks, which are like ducks and consoriums. Uh, I think they're okay. They're so bad. I and it, it's not they're a generic, not, but they're, for that they're one, okay. for those kind, it's not a Solana thing. It's every time that that style of NFT comes around, I just like I can't do it. I I totally mid curve those, and uh, I I just look at them and I'm like, who's gonna buy that from me? Like, where? Who is the greater fool <laughs> when I buy one of those? And uh, it always happens to be that there are many greater fools than the first yeah. batch of people that buy them. Um, yeah, the pixelated ones, they they're they're always really hard for me even like the arbitrum like small brains and like stuff like that like uh you know, shout out to all you guys but i looked at those and i'm like why would i buy this you know like i wouldn't want to use it as my pfp and they're, they're i don't know who is going to buy it from me <laughs> but yeah i guess they're, i'm, I'm they're also just like ducks how, how can you go wrong my my nft thesis in prior cycle was there was a cute thesis, you know, things that were cute sold and uh, had staying power. And then there was uh, like the generative art thesis. It was like, just be first because everyone's crazy about gen art. So it was really easy. Uh, And then when it came to like some of the other metas, I couldn't like, I couldn't rationalize the meta to myself. So I skipped it. And a lot of those were were like those pixelated. Huh? I didn't miss the Malay. I I had Maladies before mm-hmm. fucking anyone even knew what Maladies were. What about Cyberpunks? You don't like Cyberpunks? No. 
cyberpunks, cyber Kongs, like I couldn't get into all that stuff. Cause, cause again, like there's no, it, it doesn't really seem like there's anything to that where I would want to use it as a PFP. And I can imagine that someone else would want it more than me getting stuck with it when I minted it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like OG internet, like literally cyberpunk. Except it's not because it's happening now and not like when Ethereum first launched. It's uh, nostalgia bait. <laughs> but that just makes it a grift because it's not nostalgia. You know, it's like it's new. Anything pixelated like this is nostalgia bait. It's like mm -hmm. it, it speaks to certain aesthetics that used to have in old video games and old internet. True. So it appeals to a certain type of person. I love uh, like pixel characters. I had a game, an on-chain game that me and a developer of ours made many years ago that was all pixel characters. And I, I contracted an artist that like once a week would make me new pixel characters that were, you know, pinned up against each other. I love pixel, uh, pixel art and like uh, nostalgic pixelated video game characters. Shout out to the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I can't see the value in owning one that's not a part of a game and trading that because I can't rationalize that there will be a greater fool than myself in buying it. Which there always is. I have to remember that I'm not the dumbest, right? Like I may feel like I'm pretty stupid and that's why I'm interested in buying this pixelated thing. But I have to remember that I'm probably thinking more critically than anyone else who's going to buy this thing after me and I should just buy it. <laughs> I think they appeal to different um, subsections of demographics like apes and punks appeal to different types of people. And Solana is just... Like mad lads are copying this like Azuki style or like mm -hmm. And I and hated the, the Azuki. Tensorians then the Tensorians are copying like the pixelated punk style. I, I went in on Azuki's when they see I, that was so just for any Solana bros watching, this isn't a, a gripe with you know just Solana NFTs. Like <clears throat> I could not stand Azuki's when they dropped them like, what is this? Why are people buying these? They're not even good. And they're and it's just a side profile, like you know, I yeah. uh it's just so low effort to me. And people are paying 20, 30, 40, 100 ETH for some of the rare ones. Like, like what the fuck? Um, yeah, I, I couldn't uh I, I mid curved Azuki's because I just I couldn't rationalize uh the style you know even the rare ones when they're showing the elementals i'm like who the fuck wants this you know like no, listen, at, at i agree with, with you punks, about azuki's at least with, with punks like at least with punks there there's um the fact that they've been around since close to the beginning right like they are they're like they're the first pfp project that brought popularity to ethereum nfts so even though they weren't the first nft on ethereum which they used to claim they were they are the first that really like brought i think mainstream uh interaction to Isn't nfts that, uh, crypto kitties yeah i was gonna say crypto kitties like helped that as well but 
I think punks were they already had like attention gravity in the crypto circle. Mm-hmm. Like even Carbon, Carbon was like really heavy on punks early on. And I remember he sold on the first run up and he was like, Oh, they're never they're done. No one's ever buying these again. And then that's when I bought. Like when they dumped that time, I bought a bunch of them. And then they had their like real run up because that was like, you know, right in the right in the beginning of the NFT bull market. Um but yeah, I I even though I don't aesthetically enjoy punks, I understand why they're valuable. So like I would still buy punks now and trade them because there are always going to be people that want the original PFP, you know, for Ethereum, the OG like Ethereum PFP. Uh, whereas that same argument I could never make for like a Zuki. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it would have been hard to make it for board ape, but board ape started doing all of this extra stuff that to kind of push them ahead. Like, okay, we're making brand deals and we're making uh, deals with clothing companies. We partner with Adidas, you know, they expanded themselves outside of just like the crypto nft crowd yeah and uh punks was like we're already established <laughs> yeah and then you go buy some the 3d ones like literally the ones that look like cgi are just so ugly so some some sets you weren't a me bit fan <laughs> yeah i made some good money on me bits I did too, but Mebits what the, that was the that was the V uh, V Friends era when I made my a bunch of money on V Friends. Dude, holding I had a Mebit uh elephant for a while and holding that thing was the most painful hold I ever had. Like <laughs> uh, Nah, those are okay because it's like voxel. I'm talking about like the the Klinosaurus, for example. I sold the top of the elephants for sure. Like I think I was like one of the last ones to sell before they Mebit started declining. Oh, that was a that was a heavy bag. That that elephant. Let me tell you. Not only are they big animals, but they're heavy, heavy fucking NFTs too. Oh, let's see. Uh, There's some games coming out recently. Like Alluvium, I think, came out this week, or is coming out this week. Have you tested Open Season yet, DK? Or have you have you played around with it? Open Season. No, what's that? Open season is a game by uh so I'm actually kind of excited to talk about this. You you obviously know Crypty Crooks. What? Crypty Crooks back from the rope days? Yep. Okay, so you know Crypty was always doing like the the like uh I'm trying to think what he called it then, the shit verse or something back then. Like all the little like turd NFTs and characters. You may not remember that part of it, but Crypty Crook has been working on uh creating like an interactive experiences i should say uh around nfts for the last i don't know man like three and a half years he's been trying to get something off the ground and over the last like year year and a half um him and a few other guys have been building through this company called fu studios and their first game that they're releasing is called open season an open season is kind of like uh it's kind of like, it's kind of like Fortnite, to be honest um but the characters you can be in there are characters from like different nft communities so like mm. you've, you've probably seen videos of like you know the milady running around with like you know a shotgun or like you know an ak in a video okay. game looking world and they're like shooting at the board apes or shooting at the alien punk um 
Oh, so I saw like this with the Bored Apes. I yeah, yeah. See. So it's like a team, you know, a team deathmatch battle royale kind of game um, where you have all these characters. And I want to say yesterday or two days ago, they just got accepted into the Epic Store. So uh, shout out to Crypty. I think... I haven't talked to him in a long time. Book, maybe his name is. There's there's another guy that's on the timeline all the time. Um, uh, sorry if I butchered your your at, but um, big shout out to those guys. I think that the game will probably be one of the few that kind of like actually catches people's attention. You know, I've been saying for a long time that I don't think that crypto like gaming will happen in the way that a lot of people were hoping or, you know, I'm, I'm not bullish on things like Alluvium and like crypto native games. Sorry. Uh, my, my thesis has always been that if a multi-billion dollar company like uh, Epic, Blizzard, uh, you, you name it, any of the top companies, AAA gaming companies, if it's costing them billions of dollars to produce one good game every let's be generous five years. Okay. I would say decade, but one good game every five years. Uh, and they've been, th this is their career. This is what they've been doing. How the fuck is like a group of five crypto bros who enjoy video games going to build a better game than them? Uh, they're, they're not. So, so I've never been very bullish on like crypto native gaming, but open season has changed that. Um, and I think it's because, rather than focus on it being some type of crypto thing and then, you know, around or like encapsulating a game, it's just a straight game. And then they're going to inject like some crypto things to it. Like one of the, one of the um, elements is a portion that I've always said will be the way that kind of NFTs and crypto spill into gaming. And that's through the store and through uh, like skins uh, wraps for your weapons and shit like that. Yeah. Right now you can go on to open sea. You can buy open season, uh, weapon wraps, uh, for like all sorts of different types of guns, different types of guns to use. And, uh, I've, I've always talked about that, that when Tom Clancy did it like two years ago, they announced that they were going to, uh, make their store on chain and the items like NFTs, they got tons of backlash and they had to pull back and go okay we're not going to do this yeah the but, backlash from gamers was insane yeah but that i still think that method is going to be how like gaming and crypto like mesh like i don't think a yeah. crypto native game is going to be attractive to regular gamers and i don't think that it will have enough like that it's such a small niche group that are even going to like the type of game that that crypto group made but like you're not going to make any money on it so yeah. like unless you're in, you're creating the game and you're injecting it into the store where there's already a huge market for this. We already see this with like the CSGO secondary market, the Fortnite uh, secondary market for accounts that have like old rare skins and shit like that. Uh, people pay tens of thousands into the hundreds of thousands of dollars just to have yeah. unique skins. And the, uh, the problem is th those companies like Valve, they have no interest in having it decentralized because they control their marketplace and they get a massive commission from every sale. It's hard to get out. So getting out is they would make. More. No, no, it's because I'll tell you exactly why. It's because none of the companies understood how they could legally make money on the secondary sales 
until I think recently they're starting to figure out how they could do that because exactly what you're saying, they can make all the money in their store. So why would you not take advantage of the black market and, and fees that you would make off every sale of, uh, you know, your royalty fee, why would you not take advantage of that additional stream of revenue when your biggest worry is loss of gamers, right? Like loss of people yeah. buying your stuff. But if you always yeah. have players that are trading and you're always collecting a fee, it's just an additional stream of revenue that you're making. So I actually think that it has to do with <clears> like the optics and the pushback and then understanding like how to make money on the secondary marketing yeah there's also <laughs> games where there are skins and they are very expensive but they're not tradable at all not even within its, its own well, well that's my point right like they, right they, now they you have these it. games where you have the black market that, that exists because there is no way to buy and sell them and number two you have these items that are already priced extremely high because of their rarity no i mean in csgo you can trade it and yeah, I know you, you can. can get something for it, but there are games where there's skins worth like a thousand dollars, but you can't trade them. There's no way for you to move it without selling. No, I understand product. that. That is that's the Fortnite yeah. black market. You can't that's, trade uh, skins at all. Uh, you I have to people. Yeah, yeah. People sell their accounts on eBay for yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know thousands of dollars yeah. because they have skins from season or from chapter one that like yeah. have never been re-released. I, I'll tell you, you have the, to sell the entire account for it. I'll tell you the hidden hand that pushes all these markets forward. It's the same hidden hand that I think is gonna is like the reason that PayPal is pushing. Uh, it's chargebacks. I think that there's a gross amount of chargebacks that happens in that industry. There's a gross amount of you know parents angry that their kids spent you know five grand on a weekend on some random thing, and then they have to try to either meet in the middle or they have to you know they have to deal with credit card processing or they have to like roll back all those transactions. Fortnite's begun meeting in the middle. So what they do is they give you five returns a year. Uh, so for anything that you buy from the store, if you have not yet used it in a game, you can return it within like a month. So you have like yeah. But what, what I'm saying is you can get rid of. I mean, they probably did that just because of the hassle of dealing with customer service, right? There's a that's totally. a massive amount of money, and there's a massive amount of the 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 on the banking side and on the finance side and the accounts receivable side of like all chargebacks, right? It's a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, in crypto, you can be like, sorry. And just they're like, sorry, refund. I mean, I can't refund you and you can't charge it back. Like you can't do the credit card path where you like tell them it was a fraudulent transaction and then you go through the settlement process. And then six months down the line, they prove that it was actually you and then they take the money back. So like, you can't do any of that. It's, it's probably like, pretty sticky since you're not actually buying it from them. Like you're buying it from PlayStation to buy through them or you're buying it through Xbox to buy through them. So then it's like, if I'm charging something back, I'm actually contacting PlayStation. I'm not Yeah, but what I'm saying is we can, you, if, if I'm running a business, if I'm running a gaming business, I yeah, I understand you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, I'm saying, like it would be, you know, it's very, uh, it gets very murky when you start looking at, you know, that it's not like the user isn't, uh, isn't directly interacting with. Like, yeah, but that, but Epic that's a, Blizzard. that's a PlayStation. Um, that's like a Sony thing, right? That's like a Microsoft thing. That's how they can make sure that the monetization of their of the products go through them and they get their cut. It's the same thing that the Apple Store does. You think Valve would ever want to adopt NFTs though? They literally have their own marketplace with its own charts and prices in dollars. I feel like it's, it's only like a matter a of time. I, I don't I don't think that it's a it will they. It's just a when. Like I'm yeah. I'm I'm very certain that 
like uh, for in-game items that like it's a it's a for sure thing that will happen. It's it's, it's a natural I think it also progression. An adapter die thing, right? Like you find one good valve was the only one around for a long time and yeah. now you have you know what two decently uh, up there competitors to, to like steam mm -hmm. um so you know if you don't adapt you, you uh, adapt as soon, as one, them, as, soon as one of them adopts and it's crazy dude i'd buy a renegade raider for a hundred thousand bucks from someone <laughs> I'll, I'll find one I'll give you a hundred thousand V bucks for it. Oh no, I want, I want, I don't want your fake internet money. Okay, <laughs> I want cold and, hard USDC. Yeah, right. and man, cozy. What you were saying about crypto games, I think, like, I literally went to try Axie and um, Decentraland back in like very early 2021, and I was like, these these games are horrible. Like this, I'm not buying this coin. And then it went up like hundred x oh, so i like i mid curved it so hard don't mid curve ron so you can you can be bullish on the tokens but i mean i still honestly think 99 percent of these games are just yeah it literally yeah. looks like the minimum it's like someone made the most basic thing in unreal engine just to say that hey this is a video game look at it it's it's, it's a okay. video game right actually's a decentralized sweatshop <laughs> and then everyone is like a hive mind it's like Look, this game looks so good, even though it's crypto. But in reality, it doesn't actually look good. It doesn't look like a game that you would actually, for real, play. You're just bullish on it because there's a bit. Bitmates is a cool game that that reminds me of like a Game Boy esque game that you would play. Mm -hmm. I will say that. Uh, Which one? Bitmates is probably mm -hmm. one of is one of the few like true crypto native games that I don't think it's enough. Like. Uh, it's enough. I mean, they use crypto to bootstrap and build the team. Yeah. Right? Like, and now they're working. It's like a lot of the treasure projects. It's like they had, to, they used NFTs or they used some sort of model to bootstrap themselves. Um, and it makes sense. I, I don't. I really like the art and um, the music in DeFi Kingdoms back in the day, but I still didn't. You, you guys looked at Runiverse at all? No. Talk so, to me about it. No. Uh, I mean, Runiverse was similar. They had their. NFT drop and then they use it to fund a game and but the game is like completely different than the ecosystem right that's like an IP play right it's like a lot of the game's value and revenue generation and all that stuff doesn't really go to the NFT uh holders per se but you can utilize you know your NFTs in the game you can like play as your characters and you know the game um but they, they just use it to you know they they have the they have the movie that's coming out soon. Um, they got the game that just went into beta. Um, anyway, do you see? Uh, do you see? Pause's Oh Baby Games uh, partner with Paramount. I don't know what Pause's Oh Baby Games is. Okay, so you you've probably seen <laughs> you <laughs> you've probably seen. Me, CL, you know, a bunch of people share it over the course of the last like year. But there's like a, it looked like Mario Kart, but with crypto like personalities. Yes. yes. Yeah. So there's a guy who, uh, I want to say almost two years ago now, maybe started a company called Oh Baby Games. It's like a crypto native gaming company. Uh, but they're like a legit gaming studio. Their first game, uh, it looks 
I mean, even graphically, it looks like Mario Kart, but better. Like it looks like a, a better uh, graphically uh, put together mar- version of Mario Kart. And uh, they just partnered with Paramount. And their game is also coming into like the Steam Epic Store, I believe, very soon. You've been checking um, out what Sobe does at all? With uh, Zai? Yeah. I have not. You know, I used to follow along really closely because I was gonna like hop on board and help them out when they before they rebranded. Um, but we've been so busy just doing our own shit that like I haven't been trying to do anything with anyone. Even like uh, like I'm doing this thing with maybe we can get him on. He can take us through. Because I'm yeah yeah. I'll tell him to come on next Friday. Because he was like one of the first people, like the first one to use the tech of like you're in the metaverse and you have opened a prompt real quick, a debug screen and say, create a pink present present with a blue bun or, you know, like a, a, a blue ribbon on it or whatever. And then it would just generate it and it's fully, you know, fully uh, rigged and That's everything. Sick. And they pick it up with your hand and you can do whatever. And he would like go up to a go up to a wall and he'd be like spray paint a mushroom graffiti on this. And then like he'd just slap it on, it'd just slap on the wall. You like you could you could type in anything and then it would just create this 3D um you know model and then it would put it on whatever you wanted. And so like, I he was like the first one to like actually utilize that tech real time in a metaverse, you know, gaming type scenario. Um, but I feel like he's more like a publisher now. I feel like they kind of trained I think they probably got a bunch of funding and maybe now that they play like a publishing role. Well, that now. was the original like uh the the company that they that he was I don't know, advising or you know, a part of at first. Um, they were a publishing company and their whole like uh, shtick was they were going to help bring a lot of these like smaller games that that, you know, are, are addicting and like, you know, give you that dopamine rush. Um, those like independent studio games uh, bring those into like Web3. And uh, and I remember looking at the deck and it looked like really promising. It was it was really well put together, which is why I wanted to help them out. And uh and then we just kind of like drifted apart in the workspace. Like I, I just didn't have time to focus on anything other than like what we've been doing. Um, even this thing, like I'm, I'm doing with insert. Uh, I didn't want it to be like a for-profit thing at all, or like to have to think too much about it. So when they were explaining it to me, I'm like, okay, I don't know how any of it works. So let's just make it really simple. I just want to play and just give me an NFT. So any fees I would get given back to whoever is like minting or some shit. And like, just tell me when we're playing. <laughs> I don't have time to focus on, uh, you know, anything else right now. Um, I think if a game like runescape literally like forget about any integration, forget about NFTs, if they literally just make the currency a fucking cryptocurrency, that would be very nah. cool. I'm, nah, I'm like, so I'm much totally lore. against that. Yeah. Because I, what? I, there's so much lore in that game. There's so much like history and nostalgia and stuff. You can't just, it's not something you can just copy paste over. The, the only no, thing I, I'm saying literally game. Runescape. Like if literally oh, oh, Runescape okay, okay. makes Runescape gold into a uh, currency you can trade on crypto exchanges. Uh, I'll tell you what, I probably still wouldn't play it. So you don't have me. Yeah, but you could trade it. Did, all right, but did you used to play RuneScape? I did not. I was more of a, a a Ragnarok guy myself back in that time period. Well, see, that's why. Like, you're not gonna play it now Please. just because it has crypto. Pixel art, enjoy. 
mm-hmm. picked Florida Enjoyer. Um, yeah, I uh, back then was like really into like more of the OG first person shooters, like old Doom, Duke Nukem's, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein's. Oh yeah, I, I mean, well that's. Sean, you're that's obvious. That's that's <laughs> obvious. That was that's like the old, that's like the old. Uh... I played Doom as a three year old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was probably like four or five. Like, I nah, we were. Prob- I mean, we were probably like seven to ten. I, I played Duke Nukem 3D when I was like five. <laughs> I rem- I still remember like going to my grandma's and like I- having no idea how to use a computer, but I knew how to boot up. Yeah. Uh, I knew how to boot up Doom or like Wolfenstein from like dos on their computer i knew nothing else but i knew the commands i had to write in to like get the game to boot up <laughs> sounds about right oh. yeah i used to have this nascar game fuck dude i used to play that game a lot i barely understood what was going on but yeah there's there's a there was some cool ms dos games but yeah nostalgia that's all nostalgia same with when you roll roll back emulators um like pixel art games like super nintendo games and game boy games i have a i have a hard drive that has an emulator of like every system and just about every game form bitcoin is breaking out right now what is bitcoin Bitcoin. yeah i i I said that when we started i said it's looking like we're back we're about to touch 21 we're over 38 39 it touched 39 just now 38809 according to my my stream deck yeah Oh, you... nice. I'm looking on the bitstamp. Did you twop the top? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm looking at it now. Dude, DK, 15,288 transactions uh, two days ago on that on that one account. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? All right, I'm trying to think what what is uh there was something that happened two years ago that I forgot to talk about on the stream. The Kyber swap that. thing. We talked about it a little bit, but let, let, let's recap. We talked about the, the Kyber swap thing on yesterday with Dolomite, not on this. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. So the Kyber swap thing, the the latest uh uh message from him is probably the I don't know. Did you do another one today or no? I haven't seen one yet today. Is today the day that they had? I thought they had oh, no, until like the second like or the, the third. I think, I think they have to like the 10th, actually. Okay. So he's essentially the, the Kyber Swap hacker has now essentially... Uh, become a benevolent uh, dictator of the... He wants to be the, the dictator of the company. Yeah. And he's he's uh, his proposal is a hostile takeover, uh, essentially. He's saying that he's going I to... I DM'd be- him on Telegram. I asked to be his henchman. <laughs> did you just send him you should send him the like milady uh you've attracted an audience <laughs> <Me. laughs> um yeah he's now essentially uh telling kyber swap that they need to hand over the company to him the company's assets that the founders are to resign he'll give them uh he'll he'll pay them well he didn't say didn't say a number i think for them but the employees uh if they stay he will pay them double 
if they leave is saying he'll give them 12 months severance uh, for <laughs> token holders, investors, and LPs. <laughs> He's just saying it's going to do better. It's going to go up. It's going to turn it into a new crypto project. And I think he said that if the, this if this goes forward, then LPs will get fifty percent. Yep. Which is fifty percent rebate, which is more like than more they than deserve. you deserve, but less than you expect. <laughs> less than you expect, yeah. more than you deserve. Yeah, which is hilarious. I mean, it, it literally would go up if if this happens. This is just how crypto is. Yeah, I mean, it would it would get bid just because the most entertaining outcome mm -hmm. is usually the most likely. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have a timer. I have an uh, alert set for the 10th. I'll be checking his, his Twitter on the 10th to see what happens. But, uh, what, what do you think DK? You think we're going to see more stuff like this? Like, Yo. do you think it's an inside job? Do you think it's more just someone fucking with them? Like, no, I think it's, uh, I think they fucked up once they, you know, once you're asking to like transfer it's... real world assets, you're kind of like, what are you going to dox yourself? Like you're fucked. How are you going to get the real world assets transferred to you without using your real name or a company that you own? Like I'm, Dude, that's where they set lost up, me. Set up a, you know, just, it's, it depends on how, how, I mean, I don't want to put a target on our back. You know, this is the, probably one of the most complicated hacks I've ever seen. Right. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything bad about this guy, but, uh, depends on how, how, like actually, um, like how sophisticated is he, uh, does he have like, you know, multiple, uh, offshore company shells set up that he could do this. Well, let's um, think about this, right? How sophisticated is this hack? As I said, it's the hack was probably one of the most sophisticated hacks I've ever seen. So I think of two things. I think of he's probably a very sophisticated actor, or he thinks he is like you know a god tier coder, or it's an inside thing with uh, with an employee that is um, also has a god complex and uh... yeah, could be. <laughs> um, yeah, it could be a lot of things, um, and I think they're all highly probable. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think, I think that Aragon, I, just someone on, someone on like Eric, I don't know if like Aragon had like LP on there or something, but like Aragon's court is like a Claro's court, but I think they're decommissioning it because like no one is really using it. But someone put up on Aragon court that like uh, proposed uh, like a legal lawsuit from uh, Aragon to the exploiter for, like taking their money or, or something or <laughs> if this guy's is gonna i don't know it's, it was funny but yeah I, I i have no idea what will happen i don't think that they're gonna negotiate um i also don't know if they have any leverage i don't know i, I don't know if they do either like uh i saw maybe a, a tweet from like bantag the other day or some other someone else that's like he was mad about the situation I think. in in the kind of you know uh, the war room space, uh, and he he was pretty much saying this guy's fucked. Okay, Kyber Hacker should shut the fuck up, given how much he has contaminated the crime scene. You're caught in 4K, buddy. Um, yeah, so maybe they have leverage. Yeah, maybe they're, yeah. Just, maybe they're just saying that 
you know, to bluff. I don't know. I feel like uh it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to uh hide your identity on Jane nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> pretty hard, I mean. It's it's very hard. It's very hard. Um and you're definitely not gonna exit with whatever it was thirty or forty million. Nah. Um so maybe this is a, this is a is an is an easier way to exit <laughs> with with a, a certain amount of value. Um, I I mean I, you're not if you negotiate you're gonna set a precedent and then you're gonna get other people with this like big head to think they can do stuff like this as well. So I don't know. We'll see. The tenth, we got nine days. We got nine. He could, days. Be, he, he, he could be doing. He could be just a troll. And he gives back 50% of the LP and never replies to him again. Right? I'm here but for it. He, I, I'm here for whatever happens on the 10th. Like, uh, I, I love, yeah, uh, pretty much. I, I love the spectrum of things that can happen in crypto, <clears throat> which brings me to the next thing I want to talk about because it's something well, yeah, he's, he's, he's forming a mutiny, right? Like a coup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a, so, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting. He, it's, a, it's a good uh, social experiment, to say the least. I'm here for it. Which the other thing is, Blast now has uh, over 650 million deposited yeah. into their multi sig, and they're, they're also developers. now looking hiring <laughs> senior, not lead. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they don't correct. have developers. <laughs> I, I was corrected by a friend of mine who's also an investor that it's not a lead, it's a senior uh, protocol developer and senior DevOps engineer. Um, and I love it. I was just laughing in our group chat that I have with these guys. And I'm like, only in crypto can you have the public send $650 million to a multi-sig and then go, oh, shit, we have almost a billion dollars in here. We should probably, probably start working on this. We should probably figure this out. We got three months. I need developers. <laughs> That'd be funny if it's just like a, they just they just fork uh, OP stack and... And just and just do like a straight like canonical, um, where like die whatever whatever canonicals up to, um, <laughs> to whatever D, D USD or blast UC or whatever, and they just control they just keep it as a multi sig on the base on the. Don't net. say don't say it will be funny if because you know that's what's gonna roll out. Hey man, that's the that's uh, the quickest thing you could do. You could do that in three months, easy. My friends were like, it'd be funny if there were uh, you know quote unquote issues with with withdrawals. Uh, right in the beginning. Doesn't so matter. What, what are we going to do? Dump their points? <laughs> no, they're they're forced to like use. You know, they want to do something, so they're like forced to use Blast DeFi for like a few weeks, and then it's like, oh yeah, there's things to do here. Oh, they don't. So, yeah, they don't support withdrawals. It's like yeah. a one way bridge. Yep, yep. Sorry, <laughs> wish withdrawal issues. Um, yeah, but like only in crypto can like something that like that happen. Like you know, that would you be just start so tweeting up, tweeting break. about an idea, idea backed by Paradigm raising money, and like just send it to my address, <laughs> and, and uh, you raise over half a billion in a week. Um, yeah, so I've I've uh, I found this timeline very very humorous as of lately. Um, you know, we have meme coins going off again we've got new l2s <laughs> we've got safe we've got gnosis safes labeling themselves l2s raising over half a billions of, of dollars <laughs> <laughs> we've got unhinged hackers 
doing corporate takeovers via messages embedded in transactions. Uh, We are so back. (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, what else is going on here? Um, I don't know, man. That might be a good time to wrap it up and call it a Friday. (laughs) It might be. Uh, If you haven't checked it out yet, some things we released this week. Uh, Disclaimer, we work for Premia. So I'm talking about Premia stuff now. You can listen if you want to. Uh, We just partnered with Dolomite. Launched the lending borrow market there. Uh, we launched Frax Markets. So there's FXX, Frax Shares, Frax Vaults. Um, Solana Markets Live. We talked about that a little bit in the beginning of the week. Yeah, th- that uh, Dolomite Spices was dope. I mean, I talked dope. a lot. But I think we covered a lot of good stuff on that on that uh, yeah. space yesterday. Yeah, agreed. Because they're, like, they, 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 and- they, they're on the same wavelength as us. Like, we didn't even talk about most of this stuff beforehand. Um and but we were completely on the same wavelength. We so didn't talk about cool. anything beforehand. Just, I know. Just I just, two I just days prior, so we came to the same conclusion independently. Um, yeah, it's just we're just so on the same wavelength. It's like two days prior. They're like, "You want to do a spaces on Thursday?" I'm like, "Thursday? Okay, yeah, fuck it." <laughs> Pretty sure me and DK are free. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's the Solana vaults that are out. Solana markets. Um, hidden hand payout. Pretty uh was nice to see. Juicy. Um, yeah, yeah. Much juicier than I than I expected. I, I'm uh I, bullish bribes now. <laughs> yeah, even uh, with such amounts, it was good. Big UI updates. Um for those that I don't know if I, I'd I'd say it's uh I think it's definitely preference, right? We now have a uh if, if you like the cards, we have a card view for our vaults where you can change the view to be uh, more row and text based. I think what you're you're used to seeing more on like a, a urine and a curve for their vaults. <clears throat> Generally, I like it. I think I'm I think I'm still more of a fan of the cards than the. Uh, Depends on how many you're in the list. Yeah, because you're like scrolling and scrolling. It's kind of like annoying. Uh, I like the list. I'm I'm, I'm comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. I like uh, I like cards and just like enabling the vaults that I'm in, so then I don't see I don't have to scroll and I just see the three. But for me, it's like the information that's displayed, the way that it's displayed on the card. I don't know. Just me. That's about it. We've got uh, next week's going to be a big week. Uh, we've got a trading competition that we're going to roll out, so stay tuned for details on that. Try and get some Arbitrum peeps to join us on Eden next week. Enjoy your weekend. E-boys, E-girls. We'll see you on Monday. Adios. Have a good weekend.